0: It just ruins my life. What? Really? Menopause. menopause? Oh, it's hard. I hate it. I hate it. I went through it for 20 minutes. I went through it for 20. <laughs> I'm still in it. My mother years. was in it for six years. No, honey, I can beat that. <laughs> but I had uh, 23
1: years now. It's been. I'm still. You've been in
0: menopause for 23 I mean, years. I uh,
1: explain it away to global warming all the time. Well, no. I cause... have not a child. And I haven't gone through menopause. I'm sorry. What and, about? I don't,
2: I don't. I literally have nothing. You to say. went through yeah. puberty. How was that? Uh, fine.
0: I've always wanted to do a podcast with different women who have different points of view. Or just like a show where I force people to talk about The View with me.
2: Is the world class? Yes.
0: I'll call it Deja The View.
2: I I never thought about it, Whoopi.
0: Well, hello, everyone, and... Welcome to Journeys of Faith with Paula <laughs> Ferris. Um, today is a really, really special episode because Marie and I are sharing a mic.
3: Normally, when we have to do this, I use at least a quart of mouthwash because I'm ultra paranoid. Um, but I didn't do that today. So, um, Kevin, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs>
0: Thank you, Marie, and the aroma is beautiful. Um, Today, we are joined by our dear friend, Trevor Boris. Hello. He has been traveling the UK, (laughs) working on Big Brother, doing every, every iteration of the show around the world. And he's freshly returned from the UK.
1: I've literally run out of English-speaking countries to work on for Big Brother. <laughs> I'm like, I'm literally <laughs> contemplating like, do I try and learn Italian to do their <laughs> show, or like, you know, Serbian's not hard to learn, right? Oh
0: <laughs> yeah, I could. I see that for you. Yeah, I. Could, I would do that to be like a challenge producer, which you often do. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't necessarily <laughs> need to speak English. No,
1: listen, it's the yeah, exactly right. It's the language of. I don't know dumb games. Physical but I, endurance. Yeah, but I also <laughs> love that you're like traveling the UK. I like literally like lived in like a garbage <laughs> studio like <laughs> 30 <laughs> miles north of London for 4 months. Like <laughs> it's not as glamorous as it. <laughs> yeah. As it seems but
0: Well, I wa- I don't normally watch Big Brother UK, but I have friends that are like super fans of yeah. it, so I watch yeah.
3: That was the one that that was like the one that got me obsessed with Big Brother. Yeah.
0: Um, and I, I caught like some of the moments from the last celebrity season, um, like this one we just did. Yeah. Yeah. And you were the voice of big brother.
1: I know. I mean, honestly, as a fan too, it was like such a thrill. Like I got to, you know, you do like nominations and like you do diary rooms. And the first time I did nominations, Kirstie Alley called me a mean American. Oh
3: Oh my God. God. And it made
1: the show. Cause I was like, this is big brother. (laughs) you know would uh, yeah. someone come to and I actually I think maybe because like in Big Brother Canada I'm always like really stern to them because mm-hmm. like they don't listen to that so over there I was like a little stern and then she was like oh he's so, he's so they're so mean why are Americans so mean and I really wanted to be like uh, no I'm actually a mean Canadian yeah but I couldn't <laughs> oh my god but then they actually that's what's kind of fun about that show is that they really like use everything like they, they're not precious or like because so they're they,
0: on like seven days a week
1: it's on yeah everything yeah. Is just you're just like always racing to make air so they actually put that clip in where she was like oh he's a mean american so Mm -hmm. i was
0: gonna ask you like did you ever think that you would be like interviewing kirstie alley every single day
1: oh my god and then i would like a lot of times you like i'm so busy you don't want to do diary rooms because you have other stuff to do but with her i like would all the time because she was so cool like she literally would like talk about her coke addiction and like almost marrying like john travolta and Mm -hmm. all like she just was like so herself like she was like the perfect celeb ever so she was like, I like lived to like die room her. Like she was, <laughs> it was kind of great. And then I was like such a nerd. Cause I, I actually didn't go to the rap party cause it was my 40th birthday and my boyfriend came over. So we went like went away for a few days, but so I kind of feel like I missed out on like meeting her. So right. like I tweeted her like a little while ago saying like, Oh, this is like the, the mean big brother. Hmm. Uh, and then she liked it, but didn't comment back. So I was a little like, yeah, she, like, all right. She already doesn't remember being in the part- Big Brother <laughs> <laughs> She's moved on. I was like, yeah. you know what? She liked it. That's fine. <laughs> that's enough. I mean, I, in my head, I thought she would follow back, and then we would, like, become <laughs> friends. But yeah. she doesn't give a shit. She's like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, know? you thought you would be talking about it takes two. <laughs> <and> I know. <laughs> and then, like, literally, like, actual, like, fans of Big Brother were, like, noticing. And then I was, like, embarrassed that I had, like, reached out.
3: You know? Oh, yeah. my God.
1: Yeah, I love that though. Um
0: I oh, also like fun. are you allowed to comment on Punchgate or is that taboo? <laughs> oh
1: my god, I'm telling you, that was the cra- like that was the craziest thing. Do you know what this is? No, Marie? what happened? You, exp- you explain Well, I'm going to do a horrible job, yeah. but for
0: people who don't know cuz I don't I don't know these UK celebrities. So there's her name is Roxanne Pallet. She
1: yeah, she's like Ronald? a soap star. Okay like I don't know what show even Emmerdale something yeah like kind Swing of like a community. big soap star and who was the guy that was involved in Ryan something who I don't know what he was from he oh he's from Coronation Street right oh my okay God. so big star too. he I guess
0: like was playing around and he kind of like jokingly like boxed, boxed you know, like, her but like without really like I mean there, you can see it on camera like without really like hitting her and she convinced herself that she had been abused like physically assaulted uh-huh. by him and kind of went on this emotional like journey we'll say and and um accusing him of like hurting her when the footage was there (laughs) there's
3: Uh, like footage from like 32 cameras from different angles
1: and but the worst part was that like she was kind of telling all these people and so they and because he didn't know that that was happening so she was like telling people I i don't even remember how it all played out anymore but it was so bizarre but she was telling people like oh he you know, he attacked me and all this. Uh-huh. And I don't remember why they didn't go to him right away. But yeah, it started to spiral because then the problem was like the show gave him a, a warning uh, like about like personal uh-huh. space and that. So then people knew that he had been given a warning. So they were like, well, it must have been something. It yeah. wasn't just nothing because he was given like a warning and you don't do that. Uh, but so it really spiraled and it was this kind of like comedy of errors like a david is dead oh kind my of god thing. Like yeah. it was really this <laughs> yeah. ridiculous where i mean thankfully the viewers were in on it because we all saw like actually yeah you know and like actually there are times where some things don't like even though there's cameras everywhere if it's not like on stream you, you mm. miss it so like, thank god we had that moment but uh and it was ridiculous because i think he like punched her on one side but she actually grabbed the other side like it was like right. all yeah. ridiculous but she had convinced herself that it was a thing and there's like
0: shots of her like standing in the room, like staring at him with like tears coming down her eyes. Like Oh yeah.
1: And she was like she like her good friend in there, she was like showing on him like what he had done, and she uh-huh. like actually punched hard. <laughs> like literally, and then he was like, Oh my god, like he did that to you? Yeah. Like it was so ridiculous. But she I was mean, like auditioning
3: like, for her next big role. Well, I think yeah. I mean
1: I think that was a little bit of it what she kind of lives in a bit of a soap star. So yeah. I think she was like, you know, she knew she was on this show. That's like I, but I do think she kind of believed it to some extent. Yeah. I think it was she like, convinced herself. Yeah. So it was like, but it was like this dramatic character that she was like in. I mean, thankfully, like they started cluing in like, okay, if somebody had actually assaulted you to that level, you would have been kicked out. Yeah. yeah. Like on Big Brother, like, of course, we're always like yeah. after their safety first. So like they finally started to clue in like, okay, if he had actually done this, like, but like, like she literally was just like, whoo, whoo, yeah. you know, like but if he had done that like they were like okay he would have been like Kirsty alley i think was like yeah he would have been kicked out like yeah. honey like chill yeah you know <laughs>
0: um and then she ended up like quitting the show yeah. um and the host really like grilled her oh, in the Emma, interview after oh she was like i can't prove a feeling it's just how i felt it was really good
2: it seemed like it was blown mm-hmm. out of all proportion in your mind yeah but even two days later, when you reenacted it on Ben, mm-hmm. it was totally different. Mm-hmm. So how can you get something so wrong in your head? How it felt when he did it?
1: It hurt. I can't prove a feeling. It was crazy. That's the thing about the UK too though is that they' the people they put in are like. On our show on Big Brother Canada and America as well. It's like they're there to play a game. Yeah. yeah. So they're really, it's just like strategy and that. Yeah. It's
3: all about like the winning the competitions and that. Yeah. yeah. Whereas
1: over there, it's like a bunch of wild cards. Yeah. That just don't give a fuck, you know? <laughs> so like it was like, and kind of crazy because like I, part of my job would be like responsible for them. So like there were times you're calling security and like, there, like sometimes security did go into the house and like uh-huh. had to hold someone back. Like, did you see that one? And did you watch the regular one at all? No, was I like literally like a woman, Zoe, like had like was going after someone in security, like had to. Oh yeah.
2: my God, uh,
0: wasn't that there was some sort of like, uh, didn't someone come out of a closet on the? Yeah, uh, and yeah. that was the final. This is supposed to be the final Big Brother UK ever, right?
1: Well, it's yeah, it's like the contract's done on Channel Five, so it's like and so it is like, but done, it has happened before. Right? It's happened before, yeah. and so like in theory, it'll it'll probably go somewhere else. I mean, mm-hmm. it's the show's so big, and it's. It, it's hard to imagine it not yeah. going somewhere else, but but at this point it is the last one. Yeah. and he won so what was cool about that was he's nineteen. He was born like three months after the show started. Whoa. So it's kind of like a cool like he's the youngest winner ever and like kind of just so it's yeah. like it is kind of cool. It's like RuPaul's Drag Race how huh? the, the, <laughs> <laughs> most of the drag queens like
0: didn't weren't born they yeah. they didn't yeah. weren't birthed into the drag world until sure. well after exactly like Drag Race. Yeah. Yeah, it's like
3: when BB won Aquaria was like three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: Uh, but that's cool. You got to be the voice of Big Brother in the last season. For yeah, now, no. for now.
1: I know it was. It was like kind of a dream come true, like mm-hmm. to do that, and um, and it was weird because like the first time I did a diary room, and it was like I just had like asked a question or two. Like most of it gets gets cut out, but so many people on Twitter, like they all knew me, and they were like they. they where, like, oh, Marsha's doing diary room and all that. Like, yeah, was, I was like shocked at how many people, right? Because
0: Trevor plays Marsha the Moose on Big Brother Canada. Oh my God. <laughs> some that's some hot tea in yeah. case you didn't know. Oh, the cat's
1: out of the bag. <laughs> See, that that sounded like Marsha. Yeah. like my, <laughs> Trevor. The, the line between Trevor and Marsha is super thin, it's about <laughs> half a glass of wine away. Heater. <laughs> 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 Um,
0: so that concludes the pilot episode of our big Deja, the big brother <laughs> yeah.
1: um, podcast. Oh, we should do that though. a spinoff. off. <laughs> yeah. Of, yeah Spin why not? On the side. I would yeah. love to. Cause there's not enough big brother podcasts. <laughs> well, let's be honest. <laughs> what? Barely 70. <laughs> yeah.
0: But so we're here to talk about the view, I guess. Um,
1: and uh, I'm actually so great. I, I used to watch the view all the time. And then I just had like, not for so long. Like yeah. I watched it back in the glory days of like mm-hmm. the Rose O'Donnell's and all that. And then I hadn't for so long. And then we had like kind of talked about doing this. And then it got me watching it every day again, which was like six months ago. And then like, yeah, because forever ago
0: I was like, "Come be on the podcast." And you are like, "Sure." I haven't watched the View in a while, but like, I'm I'm gonna start. And then I we didn't do this for so long. No, and then I forgot about this podcast. But then I just
1: got rehooked on the View. It was great.
3: Also, me. (laughs) Yeah, that also
0: happened to Marie. (laughs) Oh yeah. But I wanted to play a quick little game that we like to play when we have a new guest on the show to see where your head is at with a view co-host, like who you know, who you don't know. Oh, God.
1: Oh, I'm not going to be so good. Um,
0: So it's rapid fire. So my lovely assistant, Marie, is going to put- Oh, no. I'm scared. It's not that (laughs) scary. People freak out at this game. Um, Do I have to know names? Well, we'll see. So Marie is going to put a minute on the clock. I'm going to say the names of co-hosts could be past could be present oh and i want you to say the first question that comes to mind so whether you know the person or not like i have to
1: ask a question based on uh, yeah like
0: who is that i don't know what you would
3: ask them oh okay so are you ready oh god okay (laughs) now i'm nervous (laughs) and away we go
0: whoopi goldberg
3: are you welcome to the view? Welcome to the view. Welcome to the view. Welcome
1: to the view. To the view. <laughs> Question mark. Question mark. Which that I have to I skip that part every day. I can't watch that. Gives me anxiety. Okay,
0: Elizabeth Hasselback.
1: Oh. Uh, uh, um, Elizabeth hasselback Oh. Uh, did you know I did Survivor? <laughs> <laughs> Megan McCain. Um <laughs> uh, how could you not love Trump? I love that you're just doing <laughs>
0: impressions of them <laughs> with a in a with I a question. Wait, 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 wait,
1: I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> no, okay. keep going. Is this, am
0: I doing it wrong? No, this is great. Rose, <laughs> Rosie
1: O'Donnell. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, oh, Rosie O'Donnell. Oh, my God. I don't know. Cutie Patootie? Cutie Patootie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I um, miss her though. One okay. More. So,
0: Abby Huntsman.
1: Oh, I don't know her. Which one's that? <laughs> I don't know. And <laughs> perfect. That's
3: it. <laughs>
1: correct. <laughs> we really kind of dropped off there after That was correct.
3: Uh. <laughs>
0: I really hope this whole episode isn't fucked because Marie and I, I'm like not even speaking into the mic because I keep forgetting. It's like I'm
3: standing behind you. It's like we're posing for a prom photo and I'm standing behind you just barely leaning into the mic.
0: It's like we're both supposed to be sharing a mic, but what instead of we're both like too kind to the other person. So we're just like letting the other one. We both end up not speaking it into the mic out. It's just me screaming and
1: then just whispers of you in the background. Just.
0: So if it sounds a little kooky, just just get into it and keep going (laughs) don't hang up the phone (laughs) um so that was great (laughs) i love your acting um but i have a few more view updates um well a few more i have i would like to begin giving some view updates um big news sherry Shepard is now 250 days without sugar
1: whoa oh
0: yeah, so if you've been following along with our podcast, we've been tracking her sugar-free journey on Instagram. <laughs> she just uh, celebrated Thanksgiving, American Thanksgiving, over the weekend with none other than Cat Williams.
1: Whoa. Like the comedian?
0: Yeah. Oh. They took so many pictures and videos together holding their Emmys while <laughs> preparing Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> She also posted a video of her uh, calling Niecy Nash on FaceTime and asking for advice on, like, how to make, like, mashed potatoes or something. Oh,
2: my God. How about you giving you my black ass can't even cook. You do cook, but I don't... I, and, I sure don't cook in the bedroom. You cook in the kitchen. Because I showed do cook in the bedroom. I couldn't keep them. But you know what, Niecy? I I, um... I can't taste it because I'm the two hundred and fifty days off sugar, so I put two sticks of butter in. Do I put more?
0: Just calling her friend Niecy Nash. <laughs> um,
1: should I break out my CSAs? While <laughs> we're here, here? <Is> that please <laughs> do. <laughs> I don't have any. <laughs> uh,
0: should I break out my ECMA? <laughs> Just yeah. kidding. <laughs> um, so yeah, she also like held a plate of like cookies and did like a boomerang of her spinning around and but she made but sure were
3: they sugar free yeah. well
0: she made sure to post a caption that was like by the way I didn't eat any of these <laughs>
1: oh. <laughs> literally 250 days without sugar that just is, yeah impossible, she's though. a
0: skinny legend
1: <sighs> good for her yeah
0: um in other news Trevor do you know who Paula Ferris is
1: oh exactly I, I feel like I know the name oh I should so our beloved
0: <laughs> former sixth and, co-host mm-hmm.
3: slash friend to the view oh Paula also Ferris, known as the Friday Girl.
0: So Paula was the girl the who was there, there on Friday. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, really Anna, Far- Anna, Anna sister, Far- <laughs> Ferris, Anna Ferris's um, sister, Paula
1: Ferris. The only one I really know and like, love, and I can't remember her name is the. which she's from Florida, and she's like the. I don't want to say Anna Navarro. Yes. Yeah. So that's okay. Anna so Navarro is the
0: new Friday Girl, the oh, swing. Bless. Paula Ferris is the old Friday Girl, okay. the swing from the past. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Love Ana Navarro.
0: But Paula left the view to pursue a podcasting career. Um and she finally launched her new that's
3: where the money is, yeah. as Kevin and no I one know. Believe, you
1: get you get pushed out to do a podcast. No one no uh, one leaves uh, voluntarily. No, I you think... would not be here if you could
3: be I don't know, <laughs> yeah. it's going pretty well for us.
1: You wouldn't be sitting I'm on the, the floor of my living room <laughs> <laughs> if you had any other choice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, her podcast is finally out and uh-huh. it was number one for like a day on apple
3: religious like <laughs> top 10 it was yeah. like her and like a rerun of like the soul sunday podcast from of like an interview that they probably just turned into a podcast from 1991 Ugh, i
0: wish i wish it was like <laughs> i wish it was like that unfortunately it's just paula uh calmly talking to guests like uh, Robin Roberts from GMA, uh-huh. Kellyanne Conway, Luke Bryant. I listened to one.
1: <laughs> oh, I don't like her. I never liked her. Oh,
0: Trevor just Googled I her. I just Googled her. <laughs>
1: Sorry, I had to find... Mm-hmm. No, I, don't. I don't think she ever had anything interesting to offer, did she?
0: Well, she's a a newswoman, and she was on a, an opinion show. So no, she didn't have anything to she's offer. She's no Sunny. Oh, no. no. President Sunny. <laughs>
1: um,
0: I did listen to her podcast, and... It was, I listened to the Robin Roberts one. The thing is her podcast is about faith and, but it's only, I think it's only going to explore like the positive side of faith. And she had Robin Roberts, who's a lesbian woman Uh there talking about faith. And the episode was almost over and Robin was like, but wait a sec. We haven't Mm -hmm. even addressed the fact that like, like how, like why I came out of the closet and it was because I, like, heard a story about a girl committing suicide because she didn't want to be gay and yeah. didn't want to go against her religion. And, like, it was, like, really... <laughs> she,
1: like. But we're out of time. I'm sorry, yeah. honey. <laughs> yeah. But it yeah. was, like, would Paula... Would to hear about that. Like,
0: Paula was, like, trying to wrap up, and Robin's like, oh, but wait, like, I, can I tell my story now? Oh, my Anyways, God. It, I'm, I, that's all I have to say. I just wanted people to know it's out. I listened to it for you, and you don't have to listen to it. The <laughs> Sherry Shepherd episode promises to be amazing
3: when does that drop they drop on Wednesdays
0: (laughs) (laughs) um in other news Smilf season two is coming have you watched Smilf Trevor
1: no what is that I'm
0: out here spreading the gospel of Smilf it's it's a show on Showtime it stars Frankie Shaw and she wrote the show as well and Rosie O'Donnell and it's like it's kind of like shameless but with rosie o'donnell (laughs)
3: rosie is really really good in it what does she play she plays the lead's mom and she's like a boston like woman in her 60s who tells it like it is um rosie's really 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 good in it i thought that we might even see her get a nomination but i watched most of season one i think i didn't see like the last two episodes she wasn't enough for me to like keep going like I needed more Rosie, like if it was wow. called if it was called like Skilf, like <laughs> grandma, like if it was about the grandma played by Rosie, I would watch it more.
0: It's my favorite show, and I can't <laughs> believe I, I'm that. I'm trying
1: I, to Google it. I'm not, nothing's <laughs> popping up. Are you sure? Sh- what's it called? Smilf,
0: Smilf. like Smilf. single mom. I'd like to fuck.
1: Oh, Smilf.
0: Okay. Anyways. It's it's really good. It's fine. I what I really came here to tell you guys is that when the trailer came out, I got excited about Rosie and started um, reading Ask Roe, and uh, she has a, she finally put to rest the rumors about her joining the talk to replace Julie Chen. So Ask Roe, Trevor, is her website where yeah. people can write questions to her and she'll answer in a one word response. Um,
1: How many have you asked her?
0: A, a few. Yeah how many has she answered um, none
3: oh. every day you use a different vpn to get a different ip address <laughs> yeah. to send her a question
0: um like but people ask her things like for example um kathleen wrote you once said on the view that a dog licking a baby's diaper rash will clear it up do you still stand behind that
3: rosie said yes <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs>
0: um wet z wrote do you ever hear from elizabeth hasselback and rosie said no (laughs) (laughs) and finally the news that we were all waiting for um brian james wrote are the talks of you joining the talk still happening or has that ship sailed and rosie said
3: not a good fit a fun show i enjoy watching
1: well, oh, She really broke from the one word answer there. Yeah.
0: yeah, and it was to, I really didn't want her to join the talk, and there you have it. She's oh, not joining day. the talk, but a fun show. What
1: about the Chew? <laughs> the Is there che- any word on The Chew? <laughs> Isn't that a thing?
0: Funny, you should say. <laughs> the Chew <laughs> recently got canceled oh! to make room for former View co host Sarah Haynes' new show, oh, yeah. GMA Day.
1: Oh, boy. Um, do you watch all of these, Kevin? No, you- <laughs> I can't.
0: I can't do it. It's too painful for me. <laughs>
1: Jenny McCarthy update. Finally. The one that Finally. Oh, yeah. was waiting yeah. for. <laughs> have, you,
0: have you guys heard of this new show called The Masked Singer?
1: No. Uh, the Mask? Okay, like I'm gonna
0: mask? show I'm sure sh- gonna show you guys the trailer. Coming soon. A top
1: secret celebrity singing competition will have everyone asking who... There's something incredibly special about you.
2: ...is... You got me thrown off. The Masked Singer.
1: I'm so freaking confused right now. I don't know who I am. The
2: international music sensation comes to Fox. Under these masks, we have Grammy winners, Emmy winners, and Hall of Fame players. A weekly competition that will have audiences and our celebrity panel guessing. You look very dashing for someone in
3: a straitjacket. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All the leaves are brown And
1: the sky is green. I feel like I know that voice. Dreaming
0: of, oh, oh, such a so, The Masked Singer is a new show on Fox, the singing competition show where celebrities go undercover wearing ornate masks. Aww. And they sing for a panel of judges and an audience, and you don't know who it is, and it's your job to figure out who the celebrity is. And they're supposed to be like a variety of like Grammy winners, athletes, and one of the judges is Jenny McCarthy. So but
3: what are uh, they judging if it's already a famous person? They're just
1: guessing which celeb. It's not oh, even about. They're
0: judging, yeah, right? they're just like ju- like judging the. It's it's not really like serious, and it's a Korean. It's Hosted a remake of- Cannon. <laughs> yes, it's
1: Still a remake. Still work. Yeah, this was I literally like. like um, Okay, we need to like. How do we do the voice in a ter- in a more terrible way?
3: Or like terrifying? Also. Yeah,
1: it's like okay. Well, they can't yeah. spin around, so how can we hide yeah. who they are? I I went, without them seeing them. We'll put them in a stupid
0: rabbit out there. From
3: being like, this sounds like the stupidest show in the world to being like, this is the only reason for me living. Oh, you <laughs> is want to, to watch, watch this? Yeah,
0: I haven't been so excited for like a singing competition no. show in I so got long.
3: Full bodied chills. <laughs> yeah. It's a core-
0: it's a remake of a Korean show that they're bringing to America, which like I was gonna keep say, doing which it international
3: hit. Yeah, I hope that like people from like I hope to see Idol like old Idol people on it, like the Justin only- Guarini. I'm sorry, the only real- Gray, oh my God, yeah. Nikki McKibben.
1: <laughs> the only real winners here are costume houses who get to rent out all these elaborate outfits that they would never otherwise.
0: And Jenny McCarthy for getting a paycheck,
3: and Nicole Scherzinger, yeah,
0: <laughs> for eating good tonight. <sighs>
1: uh i mean i will watch it okay when does that come out
3: <laughs> you know what i, I don't you know say, <laughs> it might have just been a fever dream we i all think had. that might have been an
1: <laughs> snl <laughs> digital <laughs> short Did you want eat <laughs>
3: romaine lettuce <Yeah. laughs> maybe we're all sick
0: <laughs> so as we know view your deal
1: well
3: it's fallen apart View Your Deal fell apart because nobody, none of the hosts left, yeah. want to do it. What's in it for them though?
1: Like, wh- is this pro- is product placement, right? Like they're so, getting paid. Yeah, View they get here.
0: like sponsored products, yeah. and then Sarah used to go down the line and sell the products to people, and it was like just like the end segment every Monday. Yeah, I always kept it. it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, fine. So they're still doing it, and Sunny's hosting it, and like maybe her heart's like it's not what it's not what sunny signed up to do but she's doing it because she's a team player so (laughs) um so sarah left the view to go be on gma day i'm like scrolling through my recommended youtube videos and what do i see i see oprah's favorite things deals and steals with sarah haynes and adam glassman who is like from the oprah magazine And it's literally view your deal with Sarah Haynes on GMA and they call it deals and steals and they just stole the segment. Yeah,
3: it's like a last ditch effort for them to still be able to sell these like $20 like socks.
1: From Kay Carroll, I have to say
0: this cross body bag. When I showed this to Gail, she ordered them before Favorite Things came out because she's giving them as gifts. These are great personal shopper in you. Oh, I know.
3: My favorite View Your Deal was with the same guy, and that's when they were selling the kimonos, and they were like, oh, my God, it has armhole. Yeah, and,
0: and it comes with an armhole. Yeah. <laughs>
3: so it was them again, but this time it was with GMA Day with Michael Strand and another woman who kept trying to, like, steal the thunder. Right.
0: She's no... <laughs> I was going to say the name of the woman that always does View Your Deal, but I can't even remember her name. I'm like, she's no... <laughs> nameless woman <laughs> all of this to say i just want to say i see what you're doing and it's wrong if yeah. you you either have sarah do view your deal on the view or n- no you yeah. don't get to take the segment and p- bring it to sarah no. you if we fucked don't get up
3: sarah on the view no one gets a deal and we all go home <laughs> yeah
0: if we can't bedave ourselves <laughs> on view your deal then we all go home
1: Remember last year, adults were coloring? Yes. It was coloring books. This year, it's all about water coloring.
3: This is very type A and
1: Virgo. I love it. Have you ever bought anything off that? No. No.
0: Am (laughs) I even allowed to in Canada? Probably not. (laughs) Um, Sarah also made a cameo on The View for Whoopi's birthday. Uh Um, So they did a birthday show for Whoopi, and then they had the singer, her Valerie Simpson. She sings
3: Ain't No no Mountain High Enough.
0: Sure. And sang it on The View. And they had Sarah come out at the last minute with a cake to surprise Whoopi. But I'm I am obsessed with this because I was listening to it on the podcast version of The View. So they were like, hey, Whoopi, we have a special guest for you. And I you don't. If Whoopie doesn't ever speak to sarah when it happens like they embrace but you if you're listening to it on the podcast you would never know that sarah was there because Whoopi just is like oh like hugs her but there's just like kind of silence and like everyone talking over each other and then she's like well uh enjoy this performance and you i didn't know until i got home and like watched the youtube video that sarah was even there
3: yeah it was sad it was like she came out because everyone is always so happy to see her that, like, the audience went crazy, but she, like, didn't speak a word. <laughs> yeah.
1: Because there's, like, bad blood? Is that what the...
0: No, it's just that, like, Whoopi doesn't like to play along with this these type of things, I think, <laughs> is what happened.
3: Yeah, or she was like, I know, we did it in rehearsal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. My final view update, it's kind of a big one. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to hate this Trevor <laughs> based on your question for Abby Huntsman which was I don't know her <laughs> but um I saw a tweet that said Ashley Green announces she'll be playing Abby Huntsman in the new Roger Ailes movie
3: when you told me I was floored but it also makes all the sense in the world because it's not like Ash- Ashley Green is like getting offers like thrown at her so it makes sense that she would be playing someone who people don't even know i was like
0: who is playing who in (laughs) a (laughs) movie about who (laughs) there's this huge movie coming out about uh fox news and the scandal with roger ailes who's the head of fox news and he he's dead now where he assaulted a whole bunch of women and gretchen Mm -hmm. carlson like came out and spoke on it and etc 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 and now there's a movie coming out and it has so many celebrities in it playing, like, actually the I have
1: a yeah. few. So
0: it has uh, Nigel Lithgow is playing Roger Ailes. Nicole Kidman is playing Gretchen oh Carlson. Charlize Theron is playing Megan Kelly. Uh, oh. Allison Janney is playing Roger Ailes' attorney. Margot Roby is playing, oh, has like a made-up role in it. Connie Britton is playing Roger Ailes' wife. And Kate McKinnon is in it in some sort of role. That's insane to me. And then Ashley Green, who I had to Google, is from the Twilight series, mm-hmm. is playing View co-host abby huntsman
3: lesbians know who ashley green is because she was in a movie called stick it where she plays <laughs> like a gymnast or something oh, a tomboy yeah. gymnast so like i knew who she was because of that i haven't seen the movie but like i it's i know it for the culture and so i knew who she was but also now that you've named everyone who's in that movie i feel like did i cast <laughs> like, yeah. did, a, did all of the lesbians hold a meeting and be like here's our dream cast <laughs>
0: I just could not believe all of these names that are in it, and also that I had not heard of this movie yet.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I hate that Charlize Theron is playing Megan. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's like that is doing her like yeah. too much good, you know. Yeah.
0: In the role of a lifetime. <laughs> yeah. Oh
1: um. So
0: I was trying to figure out like what is Abby Huntsman's part in the whole Roger Ailes mm-hmm. scandal, and I couldn't find a lot. But then I found this profile about Abby. Um, from 2016, uh, that was done by someone named Raina Lipsitz. Um, so this is from July 15th, 2016, and Roger Ailes resigned on July 21st. So it was, like, very timely. Um, and, like, I I mean, I have a lot to read, but I feel like I really need to share it. Because, um, I think this movie's not going to come out very well for Abby. Um, so... (laughs) They were at interviewing Abby about Fox and trying to see, like, have you ever seen anything uh, wrong? Like, what was your time like? Um, and Abby speaks on Roger Ailes and says, he's the one that was responsible for bringing me into Fox News. Um, and I've got to say, for the eight months I've been there, Fox has been the most professional of any place I've ever worked. I've never felt uncomfortable with any of my co-hosts or with anyone in management or with Roger. So... She's on Team Roger Ailes, basically, wow. or she at least is made a point of speaking out to say that she wasn't mm-hmm. part of this, which is interesting, I guess. Because, I mean, if you if you weren't, don't say that you were. But it's an interesting to come out during this time and say that you right. to make a point of coming out and saying that you weren't.
3: Instead of being like, I support the women who <laughs> it did happen to. So this is not gonna be. This is not going to turn out well for Abby, but it's going to turn out amazingly for Ashley Green.
0: <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs>
0: um, so the, in the profile, it says Huntsman tells me she found Ales to be supportive and respectful, then abruptly switches topics. I want to make this clear because this has been talked about, I think, in a lot of places with what we wear. She says, I've never been told what to wear. I pick my outfit every single morning based on what I want to wear. I've never been told that I can't wear something or to change it or that my hair or makeup needs to change. And that's because Fox News has like there's like a has infamously has a dress code for the women where they have to wear dresses, solid colors. They can't wear pants. And Abby is also making a point to say that that's not true. But
3: yeah. you are so stressed out about about this new information about abby that everyone else is like yeah this sounds about right
1: p.s i googled abby and realized i have seen her in about 20 episodes but i still don't know her yeah, you thought <laughs> she was just a guest still don't know her yeah
0: okay so abby comes out saying there's no dress code but <laughs> this i
3: this serial <laughs> This is the Nisha call.
0: Because <laughs> I have, I have a vivid memory of none other than Jedidiah Bila <laughs> on the View addressing this dress code rumor and saying that it's a hundred percent true. And I have a clip.
3: <laughs> oh. Roll it. You guys have very specific dress codes. A,
2: a certain length colored dresses, the way your oh hair yeah, has to be
3: styled. That's, <laughs> yeah. That actually it's for me, I
2: haven't worked there. at a lot. I've only worked at two networks, but in my experience, I never have bumped into that at either network. And what you're required to do at Fox. Oh, what I was required. Well, I, we used to, you get wardrobes, but it's mm-hmm. different than here. You used to go into a room and there were a bunch of dresses that you could choose from. I told. I was told
0: at one point I wasn't allowed to wear orange because Roger didn't like the color orange. So I didn't mm-hmm. wear orange. Um,
2: but yeah, I mean, I didn't see any pants. People always say, why didn't you wear pants? You'll notice I wear pants a lot here. Mm-hmm. I didn't wear pants because I didn't see see a pants option i wasn't given a pants option so i, I had to choose Skirt, were,
1: like, I all trump is in the white house roger likes orange again
0: <laughs> so what is the truth she didn't wear pants because she wasn't given a pants option
1: but could she have brought her own pants
0: i don't know but i <laughs> i'm feeling like something in the milk ain't coming out clean
3: yeah i think that ab i think that jed felt comfortable talking about it because she had already landed her next gig whereas abby was still working under fox when that interview happened
0: (laughs) anyways the profile concludes with abby saying uh it's not because i'm afraid to lose my job or because i'm working there you know i speak out because i just want to be honest about my experience i just think the whole thing is interesting especially given how she was like had a lot of compassion for Brett Kavanaugh, uh-huh. correct. <laughs> and that concludes yeah. my <laughs> update in depth. Oh my
3: god, <laughs> your Dateline NBC, my expose on yeah. Abby Hudson.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so let's move on to some hot topics. Um, there were a lot of contentious ones leading up to Thanksgiving. Um. <laughs> And I want to begin with some of the the most some of the ones that were like the most heated, I guess mm-hmm. um beginning with Ivanka's emails mm. um so they played a montage of Trump talking about Hillary's emails um because she used her personal account to send hundreds of emails about government business um and they <laughs> um now Ivanka has been accused or i guess like proven to have used uh her personal account to send government emails as well now mm-hmm. um so they were talking about is it should we be as outraged about ivanka as we were about hillary or as republicans were about hillary
3: well joy kept saying the way he was bitching about Hillary's <laughs> emails Yeah, like wouldn't you see that and be like oh i really shouldn't be doing this but then someone i think sunny or someone brought up the point that it just goes to show like how entitled Ivanka felt uh, like about it and how it's like she's special so she doesn't need to be scared about it which I think I agree like I think it shows that the whole family knew that the whole Hillary email thing was like a distraction and like a sham of an argument because they were also using their own phones and emails but Megan was the only one who was like it's not the same because hillary was out there beating her hard drives with a hammer <laughs> like
0: what? well that's true Hil- well, like hillary at- that's that's complete
3: roll the footage
0: <laughs> no that's true she i mean i, I think megan's saying it in a really dramatic way yeah. but it's true that um apparently hillary had like 13 phones over the course of like a whole bunch of years uh-huh. and she did just dis- get them destroyed with a hammer like one of her aides said that so that's uh-huh. like i mean i i unless her people like were making that up yeah. like it could be a lot it's just that trump like made such Trump like took that small detail about the phones being hit with yeah. a hammer and like made it an, a huge an
3: image that he kept bringing up to like enforce this yeah. idea of them being like crooks and trying to like beat these hard drives to a pulp.
2: There is a different I mean I think it's hypocritical and I think when you're one of your dad's taglines is lock her up specifically about an email you know, controversy that you do, you should know the difference for that reason alone. I will say, let us not forget, Hillary had emails deleted by a computer specialist amid a congressional investigation as she had her aides smash her devices with a hammer. But does
0: that make it, does it make it different if both things are on the. I just uh, am trying to explain
2: the-, the
3: Republican side of this.
1: I mean, I think the real Ivanka faux pas was going out with shoes that had the. Price tag on the bottom stuff <laughs> <laughs> That was the real. Lock her up. We're not yeah. talking about not. that enough.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. No, but it's terrible. Of course,
1: they're just like, they're like, they never, they're so hypocritical and it's never about the issue. It's like just whatever they can use yeah. to like, and then if it comes back to them, it's like Trump could literally get caught like sleeping with a hooker mm-hmm. in the Oval Office on tape yeah. and they would be like, you know, who cares? Like, yeah, it doesn't even matter. Like they're just, you know. Yeah
0: and it's not that Abby and Megan they both agreed that it was hypocritical they just
3: Abby seemed to be like yeah it is hypocritical but Megan was like it is but also Hillary was so much worse because they had a hammer it's like what the fuck
0: yeah i think i get like where Megan is coming from but <laughs> but i do because like Hillary was you a just secret have
3: something against home depot <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's, don't, it's not the same but like people should be like Ivanka shouldn't be in the White House like she should yeah. like it's the whole thing is so fucked but like like Megan and Abby should be just as outraged as Sunny and Joy and yeah. I don't know how Whoopi feels <laughs> <laughs> anyways so that that turned into a thing and Abby and Sunny like even had a little argument which was great I
2: would just I say mean- we get so focused on what the headline is that day and I think what I'm trying to say is the bigger
3: picture my Why does guess is she I'm not saying she gets a I pass, would pass, never give her a pass I'm not
2: giving her a pass but of all the things I was saying of, of democrats that could be You're focused on right is now You're saying it's not that important I, I just it is I important. just said the greatest. This is a matter of I, national sunny, security. I just said the greatest yeah. threat to democracy that, are the Russians that, and the Chinese trying yeah. to our emails, and that's exactly why I think across the board celebrity was All stop. On. You don't Hold, on. That Hold on. Hold on a second, please. We're going to break. We'll be right back.
3: The one thing I did want to say about Megan and all of the all of the clips that we did watch was that Megan did not speak at all in anything except for what to have occasional outbursts and when she did she was like gulping down water like <laughs> gulping down water from that view mug it was like does she have like tonsillitis or something so she's on vocal rest and so when they were talking about tr- more trivial things she remained completely silent and even was like nodding at one point instead of saying anything so I don't know maybe that's something to dive into in your next expose <laughs>
0: Um, in other hot topic news, they were forced to talk about Michael Avenatti being um arrested for alleged domestic abuse assault.
3: It like it was the most uncomfortable thing because they all are so in love with him that you could tell it was like soul crushing to talk about. But it But it. it's
1: the worst because like they don't even know who it came from. Yeah. Right. So it's like, and this is what bothers me that like. The Democrats will so like be fair and be like, well, if listen, if it's true, we'd have to, you know,
3: denounce him, him and him. not. Yeah, yeah. Whereas
1: like anyone out if on the other side, it's like fake news, fake news, fake news. Yeah. And it's like this is actually I'm sure fake news. And it's like, oh, I just I hate that they like give into that so much, you know? Yeah. Um, the real victim is Stormy Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> her and, her <laughs> and
3: her book sales.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was I was with her. Before, she was supposed to come in on, on Big Brother UK. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, I like completely forgot. I'm Paula Ferris
0: forgetting to ask the big question. <laughs> know, yeah.
1: You buried the lead. Yeah. I didn't actually, like, meet, meet her, but she was, like, I was supposed to, like, go through her bags, like, to make sure, like, they weren't taking anything they weren't yeah. supposed to. Yeah. And then, like, it was, like, two hours before the start of the show, and then she decided to not do it.
0: So how did you receive that news? Was someone just, like...
1: Well, it was just, like, everything was, like, we just, like, no one knew what was going to happen. And then so I would, and then I just like I laughed. So I knew she wasn't gonna go in that night, but then potentially she'd go in the next day. I just really didn't know anything, and I don't think anyone really knew. Like yeah. And then then it was like she was just not going on.
0: And didn't the th- kind the promos and things kind of wasn't it, like a political theme or something?
1: Like well, I mean I'm not I I mean I'm not to say, but the whole first week was there was like a White House and there was right. like, the first lady. Oh my god. So Kirstie Alley was the like the first lady, but. You kind of feel like it was for Stormy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I know.
3: good of Kirstie to step in.
1: <laughs> but it was kind of funny. Like, she literally went, yeah, good old Kirsty. It's really big of her. But it was kind of funny. Like, she, you know, we were in the lobby of like some some hotel and she was like in the restaurant and like no one, no one recognized her. And she was just like eating her chicken fingers. It's like, just, like so, no one knew that she was like bailing on one of the biggest shows. Like, wait. so did you meet her or no? I, like, did, I was like in the same room as her. Right. But the you team. weren't,
0: you didn't actually get to work with her. No, You just were like waiting to show, grab her bags.
1: I would have gone through her luggage. <laughs> had she been on this show, you know, really ticking that box on yeah. the old bucket list, <laughs> going, literally going through her underwear. But uh, because she didn't do the show, I didn't get to like, aff- it hadn't got that far. It was like, I was going to go, but then it was like, we're like, don't, let's not pressure her. Cause mm-hmm. we didn't know. Right. Maybe she so. should have pressured her. I might have been me. No, but it, like, it's weird because I think she kind of didn't really know what she was signing up for. But mm-hmm. it took, it's not like she was just in LA going like, oh, maybe, you know what, maybe I shouldn't do this. Like, she literally flew to yeah. London and made it out to the Econo Lodge or whatever we were in. And like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. she'd gotten that far and then was like kind of bailed last minute but it's too bad that's
0: crazy
3: it was like that on the view though too wasn't it when <laughs> she was like there for the oh, yeah. preview like they taped the preview being like the they taped the bumper clearly they had pre-taped it what but did they she were, like, bail on the view up, as well yeah coming up like stormy daniels and then or was it
0: she's been on the view twice since but the first time she was supposed to come on there she can, last on minute Loose can't lemon. No, she last minute can't well I don't know what that is, but she, she has did lose
3: women
1: in the UK okay. the day after she was. There was,
3: was to one our show. where she like did the <laughs> she did the bumper for it and then just wasn't there.
0: She has canceled on the view, <laughs> but she did go on loose women as well. It's all the same. Anyways, they were forced to like talk about Avenatti on the View and like uh he they had to be like, if it's true we'll denounce him. But I don't think
1: it's no true. one believes it's true <laughs> because it was not I even like bo- there wasn't both of his ex-wives yeah like like, where but like i
3: mean there could also be like lots of money involved i just honestly i never liked him <laughs> <laughs> and i was like uh whatever like when i heard the news i was like it sucks for joy because yeah. she's obsessed with the problem him probably but... it's so easy like
1: literally it could have been anyone yeah that like tweeted to a news saying like he, do you know what i mean like it's so yeah. easy to accuse well like. see the thing yeah see the thing is i, I could take you down right now kevin <laughs> if i wanted to <laughs> i could yeah, take this could. whole damn podcast down with one tweet i think we take you ourselves down <laughs> yeah.
0: i think we do a good job of that on our yeah. own but um no- like normally i would maybe be more like like on the side of the accuser and like i'm open to it could be true but Avenatti's saying that accusations are coming from someone named Jacob Wall.
3: Oh, my God. He's the same person who, that
0: accused yeah. Mueller of falsely accused someone else of sexual assault. Yeah. And um, he also he's is like, like a, a Trump supporter.
3: Yeah, he's like a YouTube slash like Twitter like celebrity in the realm of like young Republicans. And so he has like a, a I mean, he doesn't he's not that popular, but he has like a group of followers who are fans but of his? But he's accusing Abinadi he of sexually an, assaulting yeah, him. and then he no, got no, no. He's <laughs> the
0: one who like brought this to TMZ. Oh, okay. yeah. Supposedly, he's also a climate change denier. <laughs> oh.
1: well, well, now I'm now I'm against them.
0: like Norm Kelly. Okay. Um. So something else I wanted to talk about, especially with Trevor, as our resident comedian, yeah. <laughs> our Toronto's I know resident comedian. You
3: guys thought it was me. <laughs> <laughs> <yeah>. But. <laughs>
0: Um, so, this is what Whoopi said. Michelle Wolf came under fire when she emceed the last White House correspondence dinner. And next year, they're going to break the tradition of having a comedian lead the proceedings and instead have an author and biographer. His name's Ron Chernow. Ron Chernow. You know, household name <laughs> <laughs> to speak instead. So, like a historian instead of a comedian because they were so offended by Michelle Wolf last right. year. So, <laughs>
1: I might catch on people. might like at birthday parties and that, like hire history professors oh instead of comedians. <laughs> like it's, of course it's, it's so stupid because they're just, they just can't take a joke. Yeah. yeah.
3: And but, I also think in part, it's that the reaction in the last couple of years has been so bad to like so negative towards the comedian that the people who they probably asked before asking this historian said no. Right.
0: Because, um, Megan rolled a clip on The View where she asked Michelle Wolf when she was on, Do you feel like you killed another comedian's job?
1: The association is now saying that it's considering having no comedians whatsoever in the future. How
2: would you feel if oh, you boy. killed another comedian's job? <laughs> I mean, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> It's not like a great job.
1: And she's joking, though. She's like, yeah. whatever, like, who cares? And it's yeah. like, not a good gig, because mm. it isn't a good gig. I've yeah. done corporates like that for those people. And it's like, the those are the worst gigs ever. It's yeah. just about the money, you know? Yeah.
0: yeah. And Trump even tweeted, so-called comedian Michelle Wolf bombed so badly last year. Um, that for the first time in decades, they will have an author instead of a comedian. Um, good first step in a comeback of d- a dying evening and tradition. Maybe I will go.
3: And it's like, it, but it's not even like, the. it's not even that she was so bad. It's like the... The price of doing that now is, like, now you're going to have millions of Trump supporters who are going to dox you and, like, threaten to kill you if you say anything bad about Trump in this, like, at this event. Mm-hmm. So, to me, it's, like, if I was, uh, if I was offered, if they offered me, <laughs> I would decline.
1: Would you decline, just, <laughs> I would take the gig, but... Yeah. No, but I mean, what I don't get though is, I think they even said, like, why don't they actually just get like a Republican comedian, like one of those yeah. hillbilly, Tim, well, Tim is, Allen, yeah, Tim Allen, or like who that, are those, I think you know, that
3: it's Jeff Foxworthy? They I'm even sure he yeah, could use the gig. I, they <laughs> probably even said no because it's like either way, like you can't win in this way because the radical of the opposite, like who, whoever you come out in support of or whoever you make fun of the people against those people are so like radical that you're, Going to get like death threats and put up with this BS for months afterwards. So it's like not even worth it's it. It's too bad
1: because they used to be really fun to watch though. Yeah. Like, did, like there were some really great ones. And even like when Obama would do it and he would yeah. actually go up and do jokes, like yeah. they were like really yeah. fun to watch.
0: Well, it's, I didn't really understand what the event was. And I was like reading about it today. It's just supposed to be a lighthearted thing. It's not a serious well, event. It's
3: supposed to be a lighthearted rose. <laughs> now it's going to be a history lesson. Yes, yeah. Because Trump can't take anyone making fun and of he's him still in not the gonna slightest. Go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: Anyways, you can catch Marie and I hosting <laughs> yeah. the White House <laughs> Correspondents Dinner next year. Next, next year. Okay. We don't do
1: that up here, though. No. I feel like I We don't do it. Could, I, could, I could possibly get booked for that up here. Yeah. I actually did do a show on Parliament Hill once in the West Wing. For, oh, my God. I totally forgot about this. It, uh, I don't know if Trudeau was there, but this was like eight, nine years ago. But, like, Kim Campbell was there. Nice. Like Kim Campbell. Yeah. I think she had been prime minister. Yeah. She's there. <laughs> And I remember like, I actually felt like I completely bombed because it was like a standing room only as well, which are like the, war- they're all like milling around. And yeah. I'm like, this is probably like 10 years ago. And I'm like talking about being like a gay farmer, like growing gummy <laughs> bears and disco balls and whatever. And like, no one cared. Like I was probably just there because I was gay and I like got them a grant or something. You, you checked know? the box. I like, yeah, <laughs> I like, they got a grant, you know, <laughs> it was like, I was free, but uh, it was like, yeah. And like the kind of like the West side of it. Oh my God. Yeah. So those gigs are terrible. Wow
3: there you have it <laughs> no like yeah
1: no real loss to the comedy community
0: um driverless cars experts say the era of the self-driving car will be here soon and it will mean that more people will be having sex in transit and it could even lead to brothels on wheels i want you to answer honestly do you think this is true? That just feels like a really big leap. Why? <laughs> experts said it.
3: to me, what? this feels like they were trying to somehow squeeze in another sex robots topic.
1: <laughs> this is a way to get headlines. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because no one's so, talking about driverless cars and
3: they were like we've talked we driverless talked about car sex brothel. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, yeah, they were like we talked about the sex robots all summer. We talked about sex robot brothel mm-hmm. three weeks ago. Oh, a car sex brothel. Yeah. When I
0: picture a sex <laughs> brothel, I picture like a big, like,
1: streetcar type of thing
0: yeah. with like curtains. It's
3: like Mulan Rouge. Yeah. I drive
1: yeah. a Fiat. Me and my boyfriend <laughs> barely fit in it. I don't know what brothel, like, if it could drive for I, I we're still barely fitting in it.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so. I'm picturing a streetcar and all that jazz is playing yeah. and <laughs> Catherine zana Jones. <laughs> is the driver and she steps away dramatically from the wheel and it's like don't worry guys the dr- the driving robot has right. got this this
0: just devolved into a conversation about like <laughs> would you have sex in a car or have you ever <laughs>
3: on the view yeah. yeah
0: um and we got uh, another stand-up comedy routine <laughs> yeah. dr seuss seussical the musical from anna navarro mm-hmm. uh called i will not stoop <laughs>
1: I'm not going to stoop in a car or the top of a bar. <laughs> I'm not going to stoop in a
2: train or the seat of a plane. <laughs> I'll do it in a bed even if I'm not wed.
3: Oh, okay. <laughs> I lo- I live for her pre-written like routines.
1: Well, then Joy jumped in too though. I had that's in many cars, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Lately. yeah. 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 not lately my heyday not now right. but I, in my, my headaches I can't even pass like a, a ford dealership without getting hot
2: I, love- <laughs> I, I love
0: also her. think it's worth noting that Anna Navarro was using like a Jewish type of slang yeah, like Shtup, yeah I was and I feel like
3: with my girlfriend who was like oh that's Jewish
0: right but Anna Navarro's not Jewish and
3: <laughs> oh, she's not
0: no, and no. neither is joy Behar and no. it's like that's Joy's thing is pretending yeah. to be Jewish anyway. Let's talk about something else. The
3: next heading is Monopoly. Monopoly. (laughs) I'll talk about Monopoly only to further prove my point that Megan had tonsillitis or something going on.
0: Well, Marie, why don't you read the hot topic?
3: Okay, so the hot topic is that Monopoly came out with a millennial edition, which shifts the focus away from buying real estate and allows players to buy life experiences. So instead of buying like an apartment or a park place, you buy a three-day <laughs> music festival. But the way that Whoopi said it on the show was like, instead of buying like property, you buy like a three-day music festival. Because she was doing her Valley Girl uh, impression that she does whenever she has to talk about something that she deems is dumb. Beneath her, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Guys, I'm
3: going to burn. <laughs> I need to talk. Okay,
2: earlier I said I don't know the
3: view, but I do know the view.
2: <laughs>
0: I don't, you bring him in. Someone bring, bring him it. in.
3: Okay, but now speaking of millennials, yeah, we I'm have, our, we have our own expert. <laughs> <laughs> we have our millennial correspondent. My,
1: my boyfriend, Tristan McGurk. Welcome.
3: Okay, hi.
2: <laughs> so, First of all, I've been listening, you mentioned Young Republicans, and like, I find on my Twitter and Facebook, it's like, these are the people doing this the most, like, posting these, like, dumb millennial memes, or being like, oh my god, like, millennial snowflakes, and it's like, the person, po- like, the person posting it, like, is also a millennial, like, doesn't, aren't the, like, official dates, like, nineteen like eighty five yeah. to 95 mm-hmm. or something, mm-hmm. it's like, you are like, I
1: actually looked it up. I, I just barely missed the cutoff. Oh, yeah. No, it's yeah, true. Yeah, it's yeah, actually yeah, like. Yeah, okay, yeah,
2: yeah. Okay, yeah. I don't no, know I about really that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I really want it so badly to be. Yeah. I am a Gen Xer, and I'm proud of that, but that's fine.
2: But I hate, like, and woofy Goldberg always does it. Like, it's like, yeah, like, things she, like, deems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it's like you're, like, pa- patronizing young people for being frustrated with, like, the state of the economy.
0: Yeah, well, that's just, like, her thing when she's not interested in a topic. But the question at hand, the millennial expert, does that offend you that Monopoly has a millennial version where you can't purchase property and you have to purchase experiences? Like, do you think that's what millennials want?
1: Well, the joke is, yeah, like, and I thought it was kind of funny, actually, because they're like, oh, well, because millennials will never be able to afford property. So it's like, yeah, yeah you can like but save up for a like, yoga yeah, class. But their or,
3: opinion, like, Whoopi was like, it. she thinks because being like a wealthier person, she thinks that like mill- millennials don't want to buy property. Yeah, like, like I don't want to buy a fucking house. Like, yeah. of course I want to buy she a was house. Like, like, I people, can't. She was like, young people need to know it's okay to want to buy stuff. Like, I want to buy everything. You don't think that I walk into Walmart and I'm like, I wish I could get that. I'm like not
2: buying a house because I chose to go to Veld Music Festival. (laughs) I would very much like to buy a house. No
1: no one is bike sharing because they want to. (laughs) (laughs) Bike share is not a choice. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) That
0: is (laughs) it. That's what I wanted to get out of this discussion. It's like, the point is like, not that millennials want to buy experiences. Yeah. It's that we can't afford anything.
3: Yeah, so we want to have one thing. In the words of Celine Dion, let them touch those things for once. <laughs> yeah.
1: I can't wait for the next, the the Gen Z monopoly. It'll just like burst into flames right away. It's going to be nothing left. Yeah,
2: like fuck off. Like, uh, it's so like,
1: New York is completely underwater. Go back to spaces. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> By the way, by the way, that was Tristan McQuirk. Or... McQuirk, not McQuirk. It's not Quirk. <laughs> Quirk, no. I thought it was McQuirk. This is my podcast now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought it. I I'm thought the captain now. I <laughs> always. McQuirk. I always thought it was McQuirk, and that was like a funny thing. Is that Quirk was in your I'm name? i so
2: quirky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but that's a good stage name. Maybe I should just switch that G to a
3: Q. <laughs>
0: That was Tristan McGurkin, <laughs> Gherkin, yeah, uh, yeah. our, millennial, our correspondent.
3: millennial correspondent. You'll see him on Ellen next week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to have me out in the field like, <laughs> at a music festival.
2: Okay, yeah. <laughs> <Hey> guys!
0: <laughs> um, so, before we go away forever, um, <laughs> no, <is> that- <laughs> I want to talk about the... I want to do the View Theater. Mm-hmm. And that was originally what... Uh, Our special guest and millennial expert, Tristan, was going to come in for.
2: Uh, I wear so many hats. I am just (laughs) amazing. I'm an expert on so many things. (laughs) (laughs) I swear to God, this morning, like, before you guys got here, Trevor was just watching, like, some clips of Mm -hmm. the view of, like, what you were going to talk about. And he had, like, the Octomom interview on. And then I, like... Had like a PTSD flashback to me, like wasting a whole afternoon at work, like reading about Octomom because <laughs> I was just so mystified by like he's her actually past. one of the Octomom kids. Yes. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> 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 Eldest Octomom kid.
0: <laughs> uh, so for anyone who doesn't remember the Octomom Nadia Suleman, she was the second person to have a full set of octoplets to ever be born in the United States alive um but when people discovered that she actually already had six other kids (laughs) in addition to her eight and that that, was the line (laughs) and that and that she was unemployed and on public assistance (laughs) she received a lot of backlash and she became like a media superstar because she was just trying to make a living by doing appearances etc and um thing we're going to talk about today is a year after she had her octoplets and she appeared on the view
2: yeah I remember like there was so much hysteria over this woman and Mm -hmm. she was always on TMZ like I don't know if you guys used to watch like the show version of TMZ like they would always talk about her and like yeah it was such a thing like what's Octomom up to
3: she was like a tabloid queen. Like I think of her on the same level as like Bat Boy, as being like one of yeah. those like tabloid, like, like icons. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, she kind of does sound like a superhero, right? Octomom. Like <laughs> yeah. it kind of be like, I which comic book was that?
3: I, feel I like always imagine her she with like multiple
1: a, arms. She's part of the Avengers, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which Avenger is she? <laughs> Octomom. <laughs> It's like
0: Aquaman and Octomom. She throws her kids
1: at you. That is yeah. her big special. No. She throws
2: children. Yeah, oh my she God. She has
3: eight arms and throws 14 <laughs> children at you. When she's on The View
2: and like the picture of her, of her like pregnant stomach pops yeah. up on the screen. And they all, they're like, oh, that's ugly. <laughs> like one of them says that. They're yeah. like, that's scary. I'm like, you guys, like it's like yeah. her kids in there. Like, don't yeah. be mean.
0: She has this, when she was on The View, I guess she was promoting a book that she had just written about what she learned from being the Octomon mom and she has this maniacal laugh that she kept doing and she was so all over the place and distracted and kept doing her nervous maniacal laugh and then sherry started impersonating her laugh
2: (laughs) it's so funny you got this maniacal laugh that just it throws everybody that laugh is just like it's, it's, it's a though. What, you and have, I don't like it. I try to suppress it in my no, even girl, someone told me I need you, a laugh. coach. You do you. If you that's a crazy laugh, you need girl. A laugh coach. But you that is <laughs> one wacky laugh. You but now you, you you know, know what? I tell you it's a not, funny story. When I was. I one thing about you. I digress. She's gonna you tell you. Me I'm so sorry. You, but you are. I do that. I jump. I'm so sorry about that. I didn't answer your question her like inability to answer any of the questions. And yeah. at one point Barbara like stops her and is like, baby, you didn't answer the question. <laughs> like, I'm going to need you to like come back to the point because they're, they're like, so what are you going to do to support these kids? She's like, you know, the thing is like, I never meant to be in front of the camera. I'm like super shy. And then like, god blessed me and i had these embryos i didn't want to throw them out i was paying the fee on them and then Barbara's, and Barbara's like, was hun. like the plan hun. Yeah, what's like, what, the what plan? are you gonna do and then she fla- she comes right out and says she's like yeah like i'll do anything for money like yeah. she's like i do these interviews because i need the money so at least there's like no shame in her game yeah.
0: <laughs> and this is before she did porn yeah
3: okay yeah. i was they gonna were bring really up setting it up it was like yeah. they knew though because they were like really <laughs> setting it up with the with her where it was, like, head Headed, headed yep. yeah.
2: Watching that, I was in my mind, because I knew she did end up releasing a sex tape. I was like, is this before or after that? Because that's what yeah. it felt like, too. Like, I'm like, are they, like, hinting at the fact that she, like, inevitably... Yeah.
1: <laughs> it also, watching that clip, though, did make me miss um Barbara Walters, too, though, because she was a bad bitch. Remember, yeah. like, she would literally, yes. like, get... Barbara right was
3: to- so serious, and it... Re- like, I forgot that the view... Had Ugh. that like tone yeah. of her being like no nonsense, no bullshit. We're not here to listen to Anna. Navarro's she did not comedy. come to <laughs> make friends. Yeah.
0: So today, uh, in the View Theater, Tristan will be playing the part of Octo Mom. Uh, Trevor will be playing Sherry Shepard. Marie will be playing Barbara, and I will be. Oh, Marie will also be playing Joy Behar. Mm-hmm. She's gifted, and I'll be playing Whoopi Goldberg.
3: I also want to add. This is. Uh, quite a lengthy script compared to our normal the view theaters yeah. this is like the uh the Hamlet. Of
1: I will say too that you know theaters. Tristan was the understudy in Susical. <laughs> oh my god old?
2: yeah you brought up Susical, and I was like no way it's literally the 10 year anniversary <laughs> oh my of my god. starring role. Um, <laughs> so, if anyone remembers when I took the stage on <laughs> Christmas Eve yes yeah. I said Christmas Eve because the main star was sick so I um, rose to the occasion and it <laughs> <laughs> <Can> was <we laughs> a Christmas miracle. So yes I was awesome. nominated for a Hamilton local theater rising star (laughs) award no i'm just kidding can we get a can
0: we get a little taste for the bonus material
2: Yeah. do you remember any of your
1: songs
2: no but i i can't sing for you but what i can tell you is that this woman that was in the play um she was also she is the woman in the ikea commercial who's like stop the car she was my co-star so yeah, it was she a pretty big it. deal. You both so, made it. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot of success that came out of that production of Susicle. Action. Let me just overall encapsulate all of what's happened. This has catapulted me into something that I've never wanted ever in my life. So I was in the midst of survival mode trying to desperately do what I can to provide for these kids and just trying to create these boundaries around my family to protect us and just ignoring all the media lies, whatever, what have you. In the midst of that, I have been, you know, compelled to dig deep down inside myself, explore what's really going on in me, go through self-discovery and growth. And the book has compelled me to do that as well. You know, it's so funny
1: because, you know, I have a couple friends that uh, that have autistic children and it takes up so much of their day. Oh, absolutely. Um, You know, the fact that you have 14, you've explained it. How do you do it?
3: Well, only one of them
2: is autistic. Only one is autistic. One is autistic.
1: One is autistic. And we don't hear too much about how do they handle the attention that the little ones are getting? How, how are you dealing with the older ones now?
3: They're still very young, these older ones.
2: <laughs> I still haven't answered her question. <laughs> I haven't answered her question yet. It's so hard. Okay. Um, okay. Let me, my mind, it always, I'm like, I'm getting ahead of myself. Okay. I'll answer yours, then I'll jump right back. I'm going to jump back.
1: Do, do you do that laugh with the kids every once in a while?
2: Oh, they know. They know. They call it an atomic laugh. It's really embarrassing. We go out, hey, mom, do not laugh. Please do not laugh. Whatever you do. <laughs> oh, my God, this is so funny. Okay, sorry. Do I have to refilm that part? No, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> my mother has the same. laugh embarrassing i i i digress really easily because i have so much energy do you want to answer my question let's answer yours and then i'm going to answer yours
3: the question i've already forgotten
2: can you repeat your question
3: no i don't remember (laughs) so i'll turn it over to Whoopi.
0: well i just i just
2: i'll get back to your question
0: i just want to ask you you have 14 children. Yes, I do. You're a single woman.
2: Yes, I am.
0: Who does not, to the rest of the world, seem to have a way to support these children. Right. Do you understand that people think there might also be mm-hmm. a a mind thing with you? Like, maybe you're not quite all there.
2: <laughs> I've asked myself that for years, too. I think, let me answer you. I love that question. I love your question.
3: Let her answer it. Go ahead.
2: I love your question. Absolutely. Everyone, everyone goes through life. Some, <laughs> be- some people, in varying degrees, um, wearing certain clouded glasses, I was in denial for so many years, thinking, oh, I'm so smart. You know I have a year more for my master's, right? I can do it all. I'm strong. I study all night long. I get straight A's. And I'm taking care of my kids. No help. Not one nanny. Not one nanny. So I'm delusionally thinking, oh, I'm going to keep going. Oh, I'll have one more. What happens? One more from six. Okay, so this happens. It's almost as if this huge, it took this monolithic experience of having eight simultaneously to completely, (laughs) completely alter wake you up wake me up and alter my mindset permanently plus digging inside myself asking me playing devil's advocate with myself asking myself questions if i'd be like what if i'd be embarrassed and humiliated to admit to myself alone that other people around me everything i'm dumping into this book
3: okay let me follow up on whoopi's question yes you know
2: what let me answer well let me do wait (laughs) just a second okay okay do you think you are all there? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> the acting
0: in that. that I think get, can we get one more maniacal laugh?
2: I told you guys that I used to do theater. <laughs> yeah. Let's hear it. Let's hear one more laugh.
3: <laughs> Just a reminder, you can vote for us for the Genie Awards. Yeah. <laughs> the People's
0: Choice oh, yeah. Podcast. Are
3: we in the East Coast Music Awards? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, thank you so much uh, Tristan for stepping in as our Octomom and Millennial expert this episode I'm
2: honored it was my honor (laughs) you know I have fans everywhere my reputation has just preceded me in so many situations so I'm glad I could I have to deal
1: with this all the time every day (laughs) this is what I live with my star just
2: shines so bright (laughs) yeah
1: I love love.
2: <laughs>
0: um, and if you love listening to us, make sure that you are listening to us on Spotify, Apple. Um, and if you're listening on Apple, give us a rating and review. I don't know why you haven't <laughs> already.
3: Sounds like you're talking directly to a couple of people. <laughs>
2: <laughs> a couple of our
0: fans. Um, and make sure you're following us on Twitter at Deja the Pod. Thanks so much for thank doing you, thank guys. you for having me. And have a great day, everyone. And please take a little time to enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> this is a lot
2: better than my Maniacal
0: laughing. <laughs> Hit it, Abby.
3: That's it all, folks. See you later. John Huntsman, the real job creator. DOP. Join the hunt. DOP. We're bringing
2: Huntsman back. Yeah. We're right behind the.